0: Welcome to A Day of Prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me.
1: Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word.
2: Welcome. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. I'm Charles, and we're so glad you could join us. But before we begin, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for the manifold blessings that you have poured out on us, Lord. And we just thank you for the wisdom that you have shared with us in our lives, Lord. Wisdom on how to go about what you have for us, Lord, and how to do so in the manner you want it to be done, Lord. And, Lord, we also just thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, that he is the and example for us to live by, Lord, and that you gave him for us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: In Jesus' name, amen. amen.
0: Amen. Well good morning and welcome everyone. We are glad to have you with us and excited to get back into our study in Ephesians with all of you. So this morning we're continuing in chapter six covering verses one through nine. So whether it's your first time joining us or you're rejoining us I just like to encourage you at this time to pause the episode and read through that section of scripture just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion amen amen, amen. And mm-hmm. now at this time the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you might have so who would like to begin I would all right Charles
2: well the Lord was sharing with me is that we seem to have verse 5 um Paul says bond servants be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling and sincerity of heart as to Christ and we um, previously have discussed that we know that the Lord is our master inside of the heavenly community and the Lord reminded me of various scriptures inside of Matthew where he says I no longer call you slaves but I call you friends. And how he treated them as such. And the Lord was reminding me that when we understand fully what the reason why we're doing the things that we are doing, we'll be able to move on and forward inside of um, what he has for us in life. And the Lord reminded me of the more times that I was trying to focus on being the master of myself and doing what I wanted to do, the further away I was becoming from what the Lord had, had for me to be doing. I was too busy trying to maintain my own stance as a separate entity instead of aligning myself with what the Lord had for us and the Lord also reminded me of all the times as humans we tend to think that we can serve ourselves that's a option and legal um alternative to what the Lord has for us we think that it's just as good if not sometimes better we think to be serving ourselves but we have to realize that all things that are not serving to Christ are being used as the adversary Used by the adversary, Mm -hmm. and we talked about this inside of an episode of discussing the word about spiritual warfare. The devil does not care if you think you're serving yourself or you know you're serving him. He Mm -hmm. really—it does not matter to him one ounce. Mm -hmm. But to Mm -hmm. us, as long as we try to maintain the pretense of us being our own masters, we'll continually fall into all the traps that the adversary has laid for our feet meaning that we won't be able to understand and get wisdom from the Lord who gives it to us when we ask him, meaning that we have to understand that we do not know everything already.
0: Amen. Now, sir, there's... You brought up Christ. Who is our pattern example? But what does it say about Abraham?
1: Abraham? Where, honey? That he would teach his children? He would
0: teach his children. But also, do we not see the same... Understanding that he had the relationship he had with the Lord, that he was going to teach his children, he first lived out in his own life. Yes, it says very plainly about him and his servants, his slaves, right? Those that he was in charge and authority over, that he treated them as friends, so much so that even his his most trusted servant, he was going to before he had a, a children a word from the Lord that he would have. His, what he desired, which was his own child, right? Was going to leave and entrust everything to his, I'll say, most entrusted servant's care, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, let's understand that. Because that servant could have said, no, I'm going to go do my own thing. But what was said, even to, well, I'll say, Ishmael's mother, when they left, go back and remain with Abraham because the blessing was with him, right? Oh, when yes. she was
1: still carrying We're Right, and, but was sent away. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and that's what I mean by left. When she was sent away.
1: Oh, no, there's a time that she ran away. Yes. And then there was a time where she was sent away. Correct. So when she ran away, the angel of the Lord met her that, and that's said what go I mean. back. Yes, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yes, when she ran away, she was. the angel of the Lord said go back and remain because that's where the blessing is, mm. Right. Yes, so you were saying how oftentimes we like to go, "Oh no, I'm going to serve myself. I'm going to put myself, even though we're supposed to be bond servants of Christ, in that place of authority, serving myself and my own interests and my own needs when we need to understand where the blessing lies, who controls the blessing or, or commands the blessing? It's the Lord. Amen. So we need to be joined with him. That's where the blessing is for our life. Not trying to go off and do our own thing. Yes. So it's important for us to recognize that both as, well, we we talked about this briefly, right? How uh, yesterday, how it doesn't matter for children or for parents, right? There is an, an aspect of, so we, you and I, honey, honey, we are parents, clearly. But guess what? I am also. A child. I'm still someone's child, as Mm -hmm. are you. Right? And and for you three, even when you have your own families and your own children, you will still be our child. Will the relationship be different? Yeah, hopefully. I would hope so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. In some regards, yeah. In many in many aspects it Mm -hmm. should be very different than it is, but you're still our children, right? Yes. So Is there still not, if you will, an an honor and a, a respect given, just like you should be receiving honor from your children? And I don't yes. mean as in the just in a natural physical, right? It's the honor is first and foremost given to the Lord, but because I give that honor to the Lord, I can also give you honor as yes, my child, but as a brother and sister in the Lord. Amen. So
1: Amen.
2: Yes, then, as you were saying, um, the Lord was reminding me, when, as you were talking about how we would try to be our own masters, we are out of the covering and the blessing that the Lord has for us. Uh-huh. And when you mentioned um, Hagar, the Lord understood all things that were going to happen. He understood that what Ishmael was going to become, um, how he was going to act later in life. He already understood all those things, but we, as humans, we get it twisted inside our minds and we see that jesus said inside of the gospels he who desires to be greatest must first serve
3: mm-hmm. meaning that
2: as humans and he referenced the gentiles lord over them the gentiles who are higher up essentially lord over those who are below them they act as such but what Paul's getting at here is not to do whatever the masters are doing because it's the human asking you but it's because this is what the lord called for you to be doing he didn't call anybody into slavery, but when he gives us something to do, um, I know for me sometimes it's not so pleasant to what I want to do or how I feel. It doesn't always agree with that. And how when the Lord still requires me to go forward and do what he asked me to do, it's not because it's no longer what I want to do that I'm no longer obligated to do so as the Lord wants me to. But we have to maintain the course essentially and do what the Lord tells us to do regardless. And that's something Paul's also getting at here. He's saying, don't try to just do this for the people around you. You're doing this because this is what the heavenly father called for you to be doing. And that's the reason we should be doing such. And what she also talks about not being men pleasers, meaning we're not doing this. So people acknowledge us or point out all the things that we're doing correctly, but because the Lord sees it and he understands all the things that we're doing in secret and will reward us.
1: Amen. Amen. Um, the, I think Layla or Promise, you had something you wanted to say. Layla, go ahead.
4: Oh, something that the Lord had shown me while we were examining the, the different roles within like the family structure and even out in the workforce really caught my attention was verse nine about the masters do the same things to them giving up threatening knowing that your own master also is in heaven and there is no partiality with him and something the lord showed me about the threatening it wasn't just giving it up because you just felt like it but it but it's a it's a twofold thing One, it doesn't represent the character of the lord inside of you or what he's like the threatening and you don't need it you don't need to threaten the people underneath you that was something and it was hard for me to learn as i was growing up i i have two younger brothers and i thought well it was fun to lord it over them i can do this and you can't and Mm -hmm. i would threaten them if you don't do this then i'm going to do this this and this and the lord showed me that when i'm pleasing to him when i'm submitted to him when i am his bondservant, his uh, slave, if you will, I don't need to lord my authority over them. I don't need to threaten them with it either because Jesus himself didn't come to the earth threatening the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes. He didn't threaten sinners. And he, you better accept me as your Lord and Savior or I'm going to do this, this, and this. He came and gave everybody a, a choice and an opportunity. His gentleness was being displayed in that when he came to the earth and he didn't start getting his two by four out and conking people upside the head mm-hmm. and that should be a a warning sign to us if you will it should catch our attention that if god almighty who created each and every one of us did not come with a boomstick we should not come with a boomstick either mm-hmm. we don't need to because the souls are won to god by our gentleness and the, it's the good yes Dad?
0: Oh, no. Continue.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. It's the goodness of God that draws men unto repentance. It wasn't his abusive language. It wasn't how harshly he was dealing with us. So because we're supposed to have the ministry of reconciliation and we're supposed to be ushering people towards the Lord, that means we have to give up all these other things because threatening is of the adversary. That's what he does. He tries to Mm. browbeat and abuse Mm. to get people to do what he wants to when the Lord just asks
0: Amen. So I have a question. What is the difference between a servant and a bond servant?
1: Oh, tell us, honey, and share that with
0: us, please. Okay. So a servant is clearly a slave, right? One typically, traditionally. It is a slave, one who works without wages, right? Okay. A bond servant is a slave, but it it is an individual Historically, traditionally, that has had or been presented with the opportunity for release, but has chosen, volunteered, made a decision, if you will, to remain as a slave to that master. Used yes, to. Right? Yes. So, if we go back to Abraham, his head servant, right, was definitely choosing to remain with him. He was treated as a friend. So going back to what you were just saying, Layla, is it more beneficial to treat people as, I'll say, as our Lord treats us, right? And he says, I don't call you slaves. I call you friends, which is also, if you will, what was taught to Abraham and his relationship with the Lord about how to treat others. He treated his servants as slaves as friends so we if we have volunteered if we have chosen made the decision for the lord to be his servant shouldn't we then also do what he says what he commands yes yes we can't say oh yes I'll, i want to remain here but then be in complete opposition to the master how would that work out that would sow strife and discord into the house
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, would it not
0: yes, yes, and does the master have to allow that servant to remain? No, no no, okay, but now we are treated as friends and and even more so as sons and daughters of the most high God oh I mean which is incredible when you think about it, but that's why Paul can say, Hey, no, 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 I'm a bond servant of Christ, and by his grace and will he made me these things he made me an apostle by his will right yes yes Yes. but he readily as you you brought this up honey honey acknowledged his place as a bond servant of the lord most high so something that we each need to understand i'll say for ourselves in our own life and our walk with the lord because it it absolutely matters for us personally but also for others to understand And to see the goodness of the Lord if, our, if the bond servants Or if the servants themselves are mistreated Why would they want to remain? If the servants are out of alignment Or if the bond servants are out of alignment Why should they be allowed to remain? They shouldn't Okay So it's for all of us to recognize And only the master can make that call Yes, Dad. But we, for our part, have to make that choice.
1: I promise, did you have something you wanted to say, sweetheart? Yes, Mommy. Okay,
3: go ahead. We see inside of, as we've talked about being masters, Um, the Lord also brought me to verse 9, where it talks about the masters and let you brought threatening. And the Lord showed me that threatening is not only just going, well, I'll do this if you don't do that, or if you fail to do this. It's not being consistent at what the Lord has given us. We read throughout the Bible inside of how um, Napal, I believe, his name was and how he wasn't consistent to others and as a result, he became a threat to them and how they weren't sure at that moment whether or not they, he would be a good master or a bad one because he wasn't consistent at what he was doing. And how a lot of times we mistake that as going, well, I can do that because I'm the master and... We fail to realize that the Lord wants us to be consistent because former consistency of this realm will be consistent with him. Because you see throughout the Bible with how one, once they're consistent with themselves and those around them around them, they weren't readily able to well, ditch the Lord I'd say. Okay, Amen. So the there's a principle in the
1: kingdom of God that says when you're faithful over little He'll make you ruler over much, right? We saw that with the talents or the the minas, the parable, right? Yes,
4: Mommy? Yes.
1: So when we're faithful over the, the little things, the humans that are in our care, and we're consistently developing ourselves there, and we're consistently faithful, then God has the opportunity to entrust us with spiritual things or things of... Um, greater weight or capacity because we're showing our faithfulness Mm -hmm. that's absolutely important to the lord that we do that because he is consistent he doesn't wax and wane he doesn't vary he doesn't have he's not two-faced he's not the sour patch kid today i'm sweet, but tomorrow I'm going to be sour or vice versa. He is constantly and always good and he only does what's good. And he, there is no evil or wickedness in him and there's no change to his character and nature. It's always good. So he wants us as his children to look like him and to act like him. He made us in his image and his likeness. And when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and savior, we became a new creation. So as that new creation, it's our duty our privilege, and our responsibility slash obligation to continue to pursue Christ so that we are able to develop and cultivate the character and the nature of God within ourselves by studying the Word of God, understanding the Word of God, loving the truth, and applying the Word in every aspect of our own personal lives, judging internally who we are, how we are, what we look like, and what we're doing, and evaluating our own motivations, for those things Um, which is also a a key that he's been talking about here do it as unto the lord and masters remember that you may feel like you have an advantage here but there's no partiality with god the lord our god is one and he has no personal favorites he loves everyone equally the blood of jesus was shed for everyone equally not for one person more than another or or vice versa He's a good God, honey, do you have something else you want to say?
0: No, I'll just I want to encourage everyone to to press on in the high calling that the Lord has given each of us right we are We are his servants we have those that have chosen Christ and said, "You're my God, and I'm your people, your servant. We have all been made bond servants. we have willfully wittingly chosen that now. There's responsibility that comes with that. There's expectation that we will do what he says. Isn't that exactly what Paul describes about the Lord in Philippians? Yes. Chapter 2, right? he, He says those exact things about him. So he's our pattern example. You know, yes, that's his heavenly father and our heavenly father, those that have entered in, right, to that relationship. Yes. So let's press on in that mm-hmm. and become, as we're called to, conform to the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. So that way the Father is pleased with us. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla
4: lord we thank you for today lord and we thank you for the revelation that you've given to us lord the wisdom that you've imparted to us and we thank you for all that you have done for us lord and all that you are to us god that you are a savior that you're the life and the light of us lord that we can find rest and restoration of whatever that needs to be restored from you god and that you're always good to us lord we ask that you'll send our partners and listeners in peace lord that you will give them all that they need lord that you equip them god that you will protect them as they go to school as they go to work or wherever it is that you're calling them to lord let them stand firm lord and be active in their faith lord and their walk with you god let their eyes and their focus be on you jesus in jesus name amen in jesus amen.
1: name
0: amen and amen well we love you god bless you and have a wonderful day
3: Wanna know more about A Day of Prayer? Sign up for our newsletter
4: where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon
1: codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org.
2: Click on connect in the mini bar and complete the form.
1: Be sure to check the box that says subscribe.